1: one, drive, home safely! What another walk-off! Here
0: comes Joy, here is Junior to third base they're going to wave him in! The throw to the plate will be late, the Mariners are going to play for the
1: American League Championship! I don't believe it, it just continues! It is the walk-off. Holden Kushner, Ryan Spader, the ace of Spader. We got Spader's stats. We got the owner's proposal to bring the games back around July 4th. And some other things, too. Spader, wonderful to catch up with you again, buddy. I wanted some Spader stats. I asked you for five guys. You said you're not giving me any of them. All you're doing is Hall of Fame pitchers that were in the 80s and the 90s. So good for you. I'm glad you did that. And early 2000s.
0: Well, I, th- I think you kind of forced my hand because you, you wanted me to pick and so you gave me a list of random players well you said here's what you said you said
1: give me five and i'll have at least three i gave you tatis jr i saw you did tweets on him nothing sean Doolittle. nothing bryce harper on your favorite team nothing vince coleman albert pujols i mean you know we got three hall of famers there and pujols harper and uh tatis jr so i'm surprised you didn't have anything ready
0: just not, I don't know. I kind of like a connection. It's just too random for me.
1: Ran, what's the Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, Pedro Martinez connection? Just all awesome Hall of Famers that pitched at the same time, right? Uh, yeah, you said it yourself. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to come up with it. So let's do it. Spader, stats, stats. Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, Pedro Martinez. CC, Pedro. All right, so there's been some meme going around about uh, Maddox for the last few seasons about his career four pitch walk. So what's up with that, Spader?
0: So that meme that has been going around is actually a phony stat because pitch count is not available for the duration of Greg Maddox's career. Prior to 1988, pitch count was not available, and there's actually a few spot starts in there where it's not. And that, um, that stat is just... I mean, it's just entirely untrue, but not only is it untrue, it comes from one of those like MLB meme accounts that just copied and pasted something that I posted incorrectly and I've been seeing it for the last five years. So the actual stat is that Greg Maddox faced 10,081 batters during his Braves career. He walked just 121 of them. On four pitches, of which 77 were intentional. So only 43 of 10,081 during his Braves career were actually walked on four legitimate pitches.
1: What a ridiculous, ridiculous pitcher that man was. Don't ever ask him, though, who's better, him or Roger Clemens, because he will go out and he will not tell you this, but I know from very good sources that um, he takes pride in being clean, as I, I say.
0: I also know that he takes pride in um, being a dirty, dirty human being. Taking he is
1: disgusting, yes. He is a disgusting human being. Uh, lots of methane has been released around teammates. Methane, Some I've heard much worse than bodily that. Bodily fluids, just horrible things, yes. Yeah,
0: did a... you, you ever hear the one? I'll give you two more stats on Maddox in a second, but did you ever I hear rather the one? A story. i can't story. I can't recall the player who it was, but there's four teammates on the uh, Braves at one point were sitting in a hot tub and they were all black ball players and uh, Maddox walks over the edge of the hot tub and he goes, do you guys ever see four N-words uh, run from a white dude? And they're like, what? No. And he whips out his pecker and starts picking, pissing in the hot tub. <laughs> and they all get out and take I don't off.
1: believe that story.
0: No? You don't? That no. doesn't sound like Maddox? That,
1: it sounds kind of like Maddox, but that's like extreme. That's, too ex- that's extreme Maddox.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give you two more on him. Please do. Now, I really enjoy this because you get the whole Braves Hall of Fame trio between 1996 and 97 when they're all really in in their primes, and uh, you got John Smoltz with 70 games started, 118 bases on balls. Tom Glevin, 69 games started, 164 bases on balls, and Greg Maddox, 68 games started, 131. Wait for it. <laughs> Three ball counts. <laughs> What? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. He was ridiculous. And then um, the, the last one I got on him is, is just kind of a fun little trivia shot that I really enjoy uh, going away from his pitching. But he actually made his big league debut as a pinch hitter in the bottom of the 17th inning on September 3rd, 1986, and stayed in the game to pitch in the 18th. And um, this was not the only base-stealing uh, base stealing, uh he, landmark of his career because he had 10 seasons in which he stole at least one bag and did not get caught stealing which is the most in baseball history
1: Mm. impressive most impressive what about the big unit what do you got on the big unit all I got in him is that he's a great photographer. You should see some of the pictures he takes. It really I, is amazing. I
0: have. I have seen him. And I, I, I met him when I went to Edgar Martinez's Hall of Fame thing. And I don't believe he's six foot ten. He is like 8 foot.
1: It's ridiculous. He's a large man, yeah. Could you imagine, too? So the pitcher's amount is 60 feet and 6 inches. And, like, what's his leg span, right? Does he make it just 50
0: feet? He was frightening. He looked like Lurch. He was very um, – <laughs> I, I, I think he wasn't scary in that he was – he wasn't a big man. He was tall, obviously, and lanky, but he, he just looked like a killer or something. It, it was weird. And he looked I, like a killer? I, just scary. I, is I, it's hard to describe. All right, that, just uh, get
1: to the stats. what well, about that?
0: Um, So we went from the no walks to Greg Maddox and then the strikeouts with Randy Johnson. And I contend that Randy Johnson is the greatest strikeout pitcher of all time, better than even Nolan Ryan. And uh, he had four career seasons with at least 20 double-digit strikeout games, uh, which is as many as every other pitcher in history combined. He actually had 23, three different times, which ties Nolan Ryan's 1973 MLB record. And then uh, if we're going to, I got two more sticking with the uh, Ryan comps. Ryan had, of course, the 383 strikeouts, uh, the record season in 1973, and that came in 326 innings. The big unit fanned 488 batters from July 9th, 2000 to September 2nd, 2001. The span, 325 innings. Uh. And then uh, just one last one on Ryan and Johnson. If uh, Nolan Ryan were able to strike out batters at the same rate as Randy Johnson, then he would have finished with 6,448 strikeouts.
1: Wow. All right, last one. C.C. Pedro, Pedro Martinez. Give me something.
0: I, th- I think we saved the best for last with Pedro Martinez. I think he's the best pitcher in history. And uh, In history? Yes, absolutely. Wow. So... Pedro had a 2.28 ERA plus 128 percent above league average from 1999 to 2003. It was 2.13 from 97 to 2003. Cy Young had a career best 2.19 in 1901, and then you also got to keep in mind Clayton Kershaw, who many considers one of the best of all time. His career best is a 197.
1: My goodness, the best of all time, though.
0: Well, allow me. Please do. Pedro prayer. Martinez. He tossed 213 and <laughs> a third innings in 1999. He allowed just nine home runs. All of them were solo. None of the three, meaning none of the 314 batters he faced with a runner on base could hit a home run. And yet, somehow, in 2000, he improved his ERA by over a quarter of a run. And in that year, 2000, when he led the league in ERA, of course. Uh, he still would have led the league in ERA by 0.21 points if you doubled his ERA. So go take it even a step further, and if you credit him with a run against for each of his 32 walks and 14 hit, bat, hit batsmen, he still would have led the ERA, league in ERA.
1: Best ever. Wow. Best ever, huh? I'll just say that seven year stretch that he had from his last year in Montreal from ninety seven to two thousand three is just about as dominating as I've ever seen. What is it, Jaws is your best seven or eight years? I think Jazeerly yeah. came out. So those seven years, no, nope. I would put any pitcher up with him.
0: You gotta credit the right man. Who Got was it wrong? It? Jay Jaffe.
1: Jay Jaffe? Not Rainey Jazeerly. All right. Well thanks for correcting me. I appreciate it. That's See, what fake I'm here news. for. That's what I'm all about. Fake news. Uh, 97 to 03, That there's not – it's going to be tough to find somebody better with that jaws there, right? Like, is there there's, anybody There better? is
0: nobody better. That's no. the best stretch in history. Uh, maybe the best for any – I guess you got to put Bonds up there, but it, it's right there. It's one of the best stretches by a player, let alone a pitcher.
1: And then go back and look at the year he was pitching in where everybody was juicing up, home runs. Today, home runs are everything, but they weren't striking out as much back then either, were they? they no, were maybe... and
0: uh, that's why I like using the adjusted stats because yeah. – they adjust for the era. And when you're uh, over that span, seven years, you're 113% better than league average.
1: You're the best. Yeah, he's the best. He was the best. But I still I th- <laughs> see what's funny about that, though. If I go for a whole career, I'm still going Clemens, Maddox, Pedro. But that seven-year span for Pedro is better than anything I've ever seen. Ever. Like, Clemens never had that. Never had no. anything close to that. And we're talking two sub-two ERA seasons <laughs> For Pedro Martinez.
0: And so the thing with Clemens is his best seven years don't come consecutively like Uh Pedro's do. But even if you just look and you just pick and choose his best seven years, uh, Maddox, or excuse me, Maddox, Clemens only had two seasons where his adjusted ERA was uh, about what Pedro had during that stretch. Uh, And then he had a third Nineteen ninety, when it was two eleven, so two percent below what Pedro was during that seven-year stretch.
1: But I think over the seven Cy Young awards that he got, and I'm talking about Clemens now, those seven, he was the best pitcher in his league those years. Like, was Pedro ever the best pitcher in his league for seven years?
0: He, he yes. We just established that he was the best. Every
1: single one of those seven years is what I'm saying. Like, over a seven-year span, sure, Pedro's seven-year span is like nothing else I've ever seen. But if you take seven individual seasons from Clemens, he was the best pitcher in his league, whether it was the AL or the NL, seven times. Could you say the same thing about Pedro? Uh,
0: I don't know. That's a good point. And I think you could probably say for Clemens, he was was the best pitcher more than seven times, actually. Mm -hmm.
1: And then, but Pedro's seven-year stretch, consecutive seven-year stretch. Well where does that leave Maddox and Randy Johnson? Then they never had anything like this, right?
0: No, I, I think I, I think for me, I gotta put, um, I, I go, I, God, it's tough. Maddox Johnson and Johnson, Walter Johnson, are kind of all at a. Um, a three ABC for me and Mm -hmm. I flip flop all the time on who I go with. But if you look at Walter Johnson's stretch from 1910 to 1919 and a lot of people just write off those stretches, but he was doing like he was the doing what Babe Ruth did in 1920 to 1929, just from the pitching side. Like nobody did what he was doing at the time. He was that dominant and that good. And his adjusted stats show that, that he was in fact that good. So uh, I, I, I'm not one to uh, just throw out baseball history. I think you've got to include Walter Johnson in the mix, mix. Oh,
1: no doubt about it. I think guys like Christy Mathewson, and then you've got Bob Gibson and all the other guys too. So, I mean, I have a hard time thinking that the five best pitchers, besides for Walter Johnson, all pitched at the same time.
0: Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're biased. But you bring up Mathewson, and um, I actually have a friend. You know how Mathewson died, right?
1: Well, he got mustard gas in World right. War One,
0: and then he got it, it, the poison or whatever yeah. caught up to him later Killed in life. Them. And um, it wasn't a uh, he wasn't mustard gassed in war; it was in a training exercise. And uh, a friend of mine, Kevin Keating, who was the head chief, what is it, principal authenticator for PSA, who does all those. Uh, Darren Ravel's always tweeting about him. Uh, he, this guy actually owns Christy Matheson's military identification papers because they used to have papers instead of cards. Wow. And it's fascinating to think about it because when Kevin tells his story, it's like you've got to keep in mind that this was in his pocket when he was poisoned with that gas that would eventually kill him.
1: He is the baseball player that I've researched the most out of any other other player. And and not from a personal standpoint, like the World War 1 stuff, and that's just heartbreaking, but from a pitching standpoint, just from a pitching standpoint, what Christy Mathewson did in the playoffs. He had a point nine seven ERA in the playoffs. Slouch. So it, it just it, go think about what Christy Mathewson was doing back then and he and Walter Johnson were the two best of their time and you can't oh, well, you know, Christy Mathewson won 30 33 31 37 starts, but He did have those sub 1.5 ERAs. You know, he had 1.280, he had a 1.43, he had a 1.14. You look at the ERA pluses, it's like, what? 2.33, 2.24? That's absolutely amazing. So I get what you're saying about Pedro. I'm not going to say he's the best of all time. The seven year stretch is probably as good as anyone's ever done.
0: Yeah, uh, so it's a, you use those raw numbers, though, and it's hard, it's hard for me. i got to look at the ERA+. Plus. And he had, uh, Matheson had the one-year, 1905, which is one of the best of all time, where he was 133% above league average, and then he carried it right into the postseason, 1905 World Series, New York Giants won it, uh, and Christy Matheson went 3-0, three complete game shutouts.
1: He had as many 200-plus ERA-plus uh, seasons as Maddox did. Maddox went 271 and 260. I think Matheson had two seasons of uh, ERA plus, of 200 plus. Just amazing. Yeah, um, and
0: ERA plus is even a tough stat then because mm-hmm. as you get, when the league average is two, you can only get, you know, you can only go down to zero. Right. It, it, when the league average is four, your ERA Plus is going to look a lot better. So uh, if anybody's that interested in this stuff, I urge you to look at things like ERA Minus, which takes into account that. But uh, we're going to, I guess, avoid nerding out that.
1: Too. No, no, no. That's why people listen to this. They like your nerd stuff, and they <laughs> like my storytelling. So here, hold on a second. Where can I even find ERA Minus? If,
0: unfortunately, Baseball Reference doesn't do it for whatever reason. But it's uh, fa- Fangraphs has it, and it's uh, very easy to... Um, Uh, to look at and so when you're when you're looking at ERA minus it's the complete opposite of ERA plus where you're going further away from a hundred the lower the better and I think the best of all time I'm going off the top of my head uh, is either Pedro Martinez in that 2000 season he was either 13 or 18 I remember the numbers and I remember the second one is either a three or an eight I can't remember if there's you know overlapping threes or not Mm -hmm but uh, he's right there as close to zero as any anybody's ever been all
1: right buddy that's Spader's stats let's get into some news here that we may have a a solution from the owner's side actually we have their solution or their proposal their 82 game proposal is out uh this is what they have put in front of the players so it's a good timing that we actually went a day late on this spader here's some of the things i'll throw out and then we can go back one-on-one and Uh, and talk about each one of them. There's gonna be no fans, at least uh, for the foreseeable future, if they can fit them in by the end of the year, great. Uh, The Blue Jays will probably have to play out of Florida in their spring training headquarters because of what's going on between the US and Canada and coronavirus. We'll have a universal DH, expanded rosters from uh, 26 to 30. You've got 82 games. So every game is basically worth double what they'd be in a regular season, 14 playoff teams you'd regionalize the divisions with both uh central divisions sucking so think about that for a second like if you if you play in the central you're just playing a bunch of garbage teams a whole bunch you get lucky there and uh starting extra innings with runners on base to end the games quicker that's a possibility uh, no and i know i know hold on let me get done with these and we'll go one by one and then we got seven inning double headers so let's let's start at the bottom and go up seven inning double headers I will preface this by saying I'm fine with anything. Any way to get these games in, it, I'm down with it. So seven-inning doubleheaders, I'm fine with. I just okay. don't know what to do with the stats if we play this season, but I'm fine with seven-inning doubleheaders. Let's get the games in. I Again, though, if you're playing in the home parks, I, I don't think you're going to be able to play in a lot of the home parks. So I think that's kind of nice that they brought it up. There's no way you're going to play baseball in New York. It's just not going to happen. Um, but seven-inning doubleheaders, how are you going to do that? How are you going to play seven-inning doubleheaders if all the games are in Arizona? They're proposing that they play at the home parks, but a lot of the home parks won't be available. Seven-inning so, doubleheaders.
0: Hold on. You mean to tell me that that is actually – I didn't read this before because that's how good I am at show prep. No, it's because I have a real job.
1: <laughs> yeah, that helps too.
0: Um, but it, it actually said the seven-inning thing. What's that? It actually says the doubleheaders, seven-inning doubleheaders in the thing.
1: Yeah, that is up there. You, yeah. you
0: you know I said that that would potentially happen in, like, I, I don't know. When did I say it? In April? No. I don't know. <laughs> I, I got Here, March 16th. Yeah. If the season does not begin by mid-July, I would not be surprised to see drastic measurements implement in order to get games played. Something like five-inning doubleheaders, excuse me, daily uh, until Dude, the postseason. four season. innings
1: off. That's more than half. Come on, give me a break. It's was two innings off. <laughs> per day, though. No. Um, all right, so there you go. We might have doubleheaders like that. Good. I hope we have those. You have no problem with that, right?
0: I don't like changing the game, man. But we got to get point, the games in. Hey, we either have nothing or something. At this point, at this point give me baseball
1: something or nothing so i'm taking it um we got extra innings with runners on base to end the games quicker that's a possibility like i said i'm fine with everything i hope (laughs) they'd allow like the 10th and the 11th to play normally but if you get to the 12th then go ahead you know go ahead out there and get it over with what happens if he scores a run what happens you tell me what happens if he scores a run you get to credit for that that's bullshit it's one year. It's a half a season. We got coronavirus to beat here. I don't care. Just put them out there. You're telling me you're going to complain? Are you going to turn a game off because there's a guy on second and the 12th? I'm going to be
0: furious about it. Yeah, I might better, switch right. to hockey. I like hockey better anyway.
1: You like hockey more than baseball.
0: I like going to hockey games more oh, than of baseball. Of course, and I, I think, I, I, think
1: uh,
0: I enjoy hockey more than baseball because I'm, a, I'm just a fan drinking beer, whereas mm-hmm. Baseball, I'm watching it, and I'm like um, Alan from The Hangover sitting at the blackjack table. That's the way I watch baseball games. It's actually torturous.
1: Um, That's how I am with college basketball. I just love it, love it, love it, but it's only because I don't have to work it anymore. And nice job retweeting yourself from mid-March on Twitter. You ding-dong in the middle of Of this fucking show. Of
0: course it did.
1: Uh, Regionalizing the divisions, I guess that's fine because you have to limit travel as much as you can. I mean the central divisions aren't that good. I guess if you're in the the West or the East, you're gonna have some pretty tough competition, though.
0: Yeah, um, it's again, it's do whatever you got to do to get games in, and you know it's gonna be messed up is when one of these central teams are, I don't know how they we're gonna plan on working the World Series, but
1: you know, two of them end up in the World Series or something. Two horrible. <laughs> So, like this year, the Whites, and they're not, the White Sox could be good, and the Twins, I think, are good. So, we could have a White Sox Twins World Series, or at least ALCS. That would be so weird, wouldn't it? That would be extraordinarily bizarre. Do you, oh, God, yeah, that would be really weird. Because I didn't see the fine print on how they were going to do the playoffs. All I know is that they're going to have 14 playoff teams, and one team from each league will get a bye. But are they going to just throw the leagues in there like the regionalized leagues in there? Is that what they're going to do? Like if you are the American League East, the National League East and the National League Central, we'll put you in one league and then we'll do the others and put you in the other league. I have not seen anything as far as that goes yet. And we don't have any Major League Baseball. We got no hockey. We got no NBA. But you might think there's nothing to bet on and you'd be wrong bet online bet is the website Betonline.ag. it's our exclusive partner they got hundreds of events games props to wager on they got an online casino poker blackjack they're bringing vegas to you and if you are missing the nfl i am too no problem bet online has live Daily Madden NFL 20 simulations that you can bet on. It's pretty cool. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol stock prices, Nathan's hot dog eating contest. It's open 24 hours a day. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE to join today. Receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your new online wagering solution. That's betonline.ag. Hey guys, looking to last longer? Go a few extra rounds? Get to bluechew.com. Bluechew.com has the first ever chewable. That brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys too. Visit bluechew.com. Get your first order when you use the promo code BlueWire. Pay just five bucks shipping. Again, B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code BlueWire.
0: I I again you read this and I didn't. I'm, I'm learning it as, as everybody Good. here is.
1: 82 games. I Every say it game as if we're is live. Worth double. 82 games. Yeah. You know that I think that's a great number there, but we're talking about a sprint, so 82 games. And I wonder the composition of a team and, and what that's going to look like because basically if you thought that bullpens were important now, imagine if you start going to doubleheaders and you're playing two doubleheaders a week and there's seven inning games, like all you need is one great, two great frontline starters and you have so much of an advantage over everybody else.
0: Yeah, I just want to point out that it's not two times as many games, it's 1.976.
1: You expand the rosters from 26 <laughs> to 30? You expand rosters from from 26 to 30? I'm fine with that. No, but what's,
0: let me ask yeah. you on this. What is the point of doing that if you have the universal DH? Because I've talked about this with you before. The National League generally uses four more guys who would typically be position or excuse me three more guys who would typically be position players in a game than the American League because of the DH because three more pinch hitters per game on average. Now you're going to have a bunch of guys just sitting around because if it's 30 I don't know what the pitcher limit is I guess 15 I suppose so you're going to have five guys that are
1: just kind of h- hanging out because more players are going to get paid cuz they're already getting they're already upset. I don't even know if the players are going to sign this because They want the safety and they want the money. You know, they'd be doing a 50-50. So if I am the players' union, I'm saying get as many guys in this roster as possible so I can get them paid. that's fair. Okay. Now, there might be something that's actually strategic, strategery to it. I don't know what that would be. Is it throwing extra relievers on there? Is it throwing extra? Because at the beginning of the season, if we get this spring training, here's the other thing. Spring training would be mid-June to early July. So we've discussed this before. Are starters going four innings max? Is that what you're doing? And if that's the case, especially for early in the season, you're going to need more relievers. So that's just um, some of the things there. There's so many that they're going to have to work out in a short amount of time, but the universal DH, I like, especially if you're playing teams from the American league, if you're the Cubs and you're playing the white Sox, why not just make everything even? The only problem that I really
0: have with that this year, uh, we all know that I hate the DH in baseball, period. Me too. Um, but the problem I have with it this year is teams that should have been at National League teams are not built. They did not prepare to have a designated hitter this season. They're, they're going to have a, uh, not quite as a good designated hitter in place, uh, whereas an American League team uh, who was set up for that would likely have a much better uh, designated hitter.
1: that's a great point that the deepest offensive teams are the ones with the biggest advantage correct?
0: Absolutely like
1: you need that one big bat that one big bat so I do wonder if that's going to give somebody in AAA more of an opportunity to try and win a starting job as a DH you know maybe a, a 4A guy that could come in doesn't play defense but he's better than the you know first second third fourth guy off the bench maybe he goes in there and has some success
0: Let's get, let's get Matty Clark back in Maddie the big Clark, leagues.
1: Maddie Clark, baby. Uh, <laughs> I told you about the Blue Jays. They might have to play out of their Florida tra- spring training headquarters, which would suck. Who No cares? fans. No big deal with the no fans. I don't care about that this year. And that's really the owner's proposal. But here's what I want to uh, bring up to you is Nationals reliever Sean Doolittle. He said the most important parts of the plan have got to be health protections for players, family, staff, stadium workers, the workforce it would require to resume a season. You know, if you you go through, and I'm not going to read the whole thing because it would be boring. You can read it yourself. Doolittle's on Twitter, but uh, Sean Doolittle on Twitter. But my thing is, he brings up so many questions to this is how Major League Baseball is going to be able to keep everybody protected with the massive amount of people that are going to be needed to play these games, not just the players. Well,
0: the, the... the biggest problem here is that if he has this many questions, it's very clear that Tony Clark was not clued in on all of this.
1: That he was not clued in. Correct. Right. And Tony Clark, I don't understand why he's still the players' uh, players' association head. There's you so many people be? that are in there. He should be.
0: Latroy Hawkins.
1: And, and well, not well. I don't know about Latroy, but I don't think Latroy really wants to. But I think that Tony Clark has not done a very good job on the. You think it should be Lenny Dykstra. There. Lenny Dykstra would be awesome. Could you imagine that? Lenny would stab somebody. He'd, Lenny would stab an owner if he didn't like their proposal. So he
0: actually was big in the um, 94 strike uh, with the negotiation thing because uh, during, I can't recall what it was, but some meeting where they, everybody was all together, the players and everything, Dykstra stood up and he was like, Guys, I'm losing thirty-five fucking thousand dollars a day. Let's get on this fucking field. I want to play some ball. Like <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, we only have a certain amount of time to make some money. And what did they lose fifty games or miss out on fifty games? I'm sure he, he, in hindsight he would have loved to have played them and have that money in his pockets. Although he probably would have blown that as well.
1: All those guys would love to have. I, there's a lot of guys out there that are just chomping out the bit to make that money, man. You know, not all of them are making $20 million a year. And if I am making $20 million a year, I really want to get it back out there because I'm making a ton of money. But I think ultimately, where you and I are going to disagree on this is I think that Doolittle brings up some great points because ultimately is about the health and we don't know the long-term consequences of COVID-19. We don't know if it's gonna make you sterile. We don't know if it's gonna come back and crystallize your lungs or you're gonna implode or anything like that. We just don't know. But the other side of this thing is, we all want baseball back. We need sports. I legit think this country needs baseball now more than ever, more than 9-11, when that was just a complete debacle, and we needed anything to take our minds off all the crap going on. This might even be more important. It's been a longer stay. There's been so many deaths. There's been so many people with mental health issues because they've been stuck in their their houses so long. We have to have baseball back. Um, So they've got to figure out a way around all the things that Doolittle and some of the other players are going to bring up.
0: I I definitely agree that there are health concerns, and it's got to be priority number one. Where I kind of disagree is we don't know if it's going to make you sterile or i don't i think that that's kind of an extreme case i could say we don't know that it's going to make your penis grow 9 9 inches in in a year
1: it's sweet it's i'm going of, out unprotected to meatpacking plants if that's the case it's just <laughs> but
0: it's it's just i kept thinking you get on a slippery slope when you start doing the hypotheticals where this this is a virus that is very similar to viruses that have existed before uh, it's just so much more contagious, which seems to be the, the largest problem. It's extremely similar to SARS-CoV-1, which was only SARS-CoV up until now that existed in 2003. Uh, unfortunately, although... Exa- uh, the cases then, probably more underreported than now, were apparently more deadly. I think it claimed about 9.5% of the people who got it uh, that were reported. So that, that's unknown. And um, I, 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 I'm with you. We definitely need baseball. But priority number one has to be the players and everybody else who's involved. And if there's a safe way to go about doing it, I, I'm all for it. Let's, let's get some baseball in.
1: Yeah, I thought Doolittle did a really good job. Mentioning at least bringing up a lot of things that that have not been thought of to this point if Major League Baseball has not. Um, But like, hey, what's the plan ethically to acquire enough tests? Like, who's to say that testing baseball players every day is worth more than getting tests in the hands of the people that are starting to feel sick? Right. So there's going to be a debate there no matter what. That's just one of the millions of debates that we could have with this. Where are you going to put the players? If are they really going to play in their home ballparks? That's, that just sounds like it's a disaster waiting to happen. There's no way you could convince me that anybody's going to be ready to play Major League Baseball in New York City in six weeks from now.
0: No, I don't, I don't think so either. So
1: what are they going to do? Like, and, and there's probably a lot more to this plan, but I like at least the framework of the plan that has been leaked to this point. It's I have just... no issues with it. <sighs>
0: it's it just it's the same thing every week baseball has something come come out
1: and but this it's just, i actually think is newsworthy because the owners are putting it out not leaking it through uh buster olney or jeff Passan. this is or, legitimate or, hey this is our proposal and we're sending it to the players
0: or, or ryan spader who said a week ago that they're planning on starting around july who 4th. sent you that no comment
1: okay <laughs> okay we had Trevor Plouffe breaks. I can tell you
0: he was a, fr- a friend of yours.
1: <laughs> He's a friend of mine?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Hmm. A friend of yours told you that? hmm The only guy I could think of that would be with Blummer, but that'd be about it. I don't no. want to write him out.
0: I wouldn't. No. Nope.
1: I'm not going to write out who it was, but a friend of mine said it, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Well, just,
0: I'll put it this way. When I say a friend, I say it in jest. I'm being a bit uh, sarcastic. Oh, someone not, I don't If like. not even sardonic.
1: Someone I don't like. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot You have a lot more
0: do you know you know what's funny is I, I, I think I tend to be a little more controversial than you. But uh, you have a, a lot more people you don't like and who don't like you than
1: I do. It. Correct. Well when you're actually talking for a living and you and you're like, excuse me and you're sharing your opinions with people on a large scale, most a lot of those people are not gonna agree with you and then, then you know then you just start hating everybody. What it's do a you think about to go down?
0: what do you think about if i have uh, my good pal kevin Fransden on as a guest
1: oh that's the guy kevin franson no it wasn't franny i don't hate Fransden. i just I'm thought kidding. he wasn't a very good guy to me when we were out in washington dc i thought Franny's he kind of adopted the jason worth let's just be dicks mentality and um you know there was a whole culture change there and they finally won the world series and i kind of wonder why
0: you want to know a uh, funny story about about Franny uh, I was, so the first time I was in the uh, Phillies press box I uh, I stopped in there to see him, he wasn't working but somebody else was working and I, he was like, kind of just like, who the hell are you doing you know, what are you doing here and I told him who I was and he was like, oh you're the dude Fransen's always sucking off because I'm always texting Franny during the game, giving him stats to use <laughs> did I lose you?
1: No, I'm here. I'm listening uh, to you. It was You don't was you don't care for that story? No, I don't care about that story whatsoever. It's It's, right. it's the worst story you've ever told. <laughs> it's the
0: same, well, it's it's also the same that was also the same time that I
1: All right. Uh, one last thing to get to unless you got anything else. Did you see where ESPN gave out Trevor Bauer's phone number? On some yeah, stupid but thing they did. I, I
0: don't know. I wouldn't put it past Bauer saying like do this, honestly, because he did it he gave his phone number out in December or January on yeah. um, on Snap or no on Twitter. Uh, he he did it as like uh, he posted a snap or something that had his phone number on it. And um, uh, Tom Hackmer, who's a friend of mine, minor leaguer dude, uh, side armor, wicked wicked thrower, and he can throw with both arms too. It's pretty ridiculous. But he um, he, he sent him a text and was like, "Dude, you know you put your phone number out there," and he if Bauer either was like acting like he did it on purpose or he actually did it on purpose I, I don't think anybody uh, knows so I think Trevor Bauer is like the um, Andy Kaufman of uh, Major League Baseball and then he um, you just don't know what to expect from this dude he, Andy
1: Kaufman was a genius though
0: I, I think Bauer's very smart too he's
1: do you think he's a genius uh,
0: a genius in terms of let's put it this way what is that um damn test the NFL players take the Wonderlick when wind, Wonderlick wind yeah Wonderlick wonder yeah the in terms of if Ryan Fitzpatrick is genius to the NFL Trevor Bauer is genius to major league baseball i think so yes
1: hmm. interesting you probably oh you know what else happened right after we signed off last week Pete Rose did you see that where he corked his bats in '84? According to his former Expos groundkeeper, that's first trash. of all, a lot of people He's... don't even know he played for the Expos. Second of all, my favorite part was when you, you I sent you the article, you read it, and you told me about what the guy, the former groundskeeper, is doing today.
0: Yeah, what was it? Or hey, this guy's currently the organ player in church or some shit.
1: <laughs> He's like in a nightclub organ player. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny though. I appreciated that. But, yes, um, Pete Rose, not sniffing the Hall of Fame anytime soon between uh, alleged underage sex and uh, corking is bad now. It's over, buddy.
0: Yeah, not to uh, – well, he definitely gets in when he dies. I think that's inevitable. When he's which dead? Is a sad, it's a sad thing to talk about, anybody dying. Well, not anybody, but Pete You know what? Rose, I it, bet it you be
1: 1935 Ryan Spader of, of podcasting of the future would have said that Shoeless Joe Jackson was getting in too.
0: That's a fair statement. He absolutely would have said that.
1: He's never getting in.
0: Why? That's ridiculous. Shoeless Joe? Yeah. Threw the World Series. That's it. It's over. S- say it ain't so. Say it
1: ain't so, Spain. He didn't
0: throw the World Series. He batted a three seventy five in the Series, didn't have a single error, and hit the only home run in the Series. He took money because he was being underpaid, and he needed
1: right. cash. And, he, and he, hit, he hit the conspiracy and allowed the World Series to be thrown
0: yeah speaking of that that time um i found out recently something i know i consider myself a historian of the game and i know a lot about a lot of these old guys that people generally don't know but i I learned something of babe ruth recently that i had no idea and i found it fascinating Um, did you know that he started off every morning with
1: a whiskey and ginger (laughs) the ginger probably helped him a lot I can't stand ginger. He woke up every morning and just took a shot of whiskey and some ginger.
0: I don't know if it was a shot, but it, had a, it apparently started off the morning. Excuse me, bourbon and ginger, it was.
1: Bourbon and ginger? Yeah. That doesn't sound as good. <sighs> Serenity now! Um, two other things to get to before I get you out of here. Did you know that Andre Dawson owns a mortuary? That's um, morbid. yeah. <laughs> And I didn't even – I've talked to him plenty of times since 2008, and I did not know that he owned the Paradise Memorial Funeral Home did, in Miami. Did
0: that come come out now because no, – Because of coronavirus, I, yeah. Yeah, I can't even yeah. touch but still,
1: that. I didn't know that he was a uh, – he, he owned a, a mortuary. That's an interesting business to go into after life. As long as it makes you money, I guess it doesn't matter. Good yeah, that. well, there's a um, – You know, uh, I I see
0: the account occasionally jumps into baseball conversations. The Bang Bros account.
1: The porn thing? Yeah. Bang Brothers? Okay. The dude who
0: runs that's a former Major League ball player. What? Yeah.
1: Bang Brothers is owned by a former Major Leaguer? Uh,
0: I don't know that it's owned. I know it's invested into, and um, the person who tweets from the account is a former major league baseball player or it? one of the people who tweets from the account they uh, they follow me who is it I cannot say unfortunately you can't to, say i was so sworn, to, sworn to sworn to secrecy
1: Leaguer. it's jose canseco isn't it
0: joey rats now if it was joey rats i would joey <laughs> rat on him
1: <laughs> i love jose canseco you don't like him
0: uh, I mean, I guess his shticks all right. I, I just think you don't tell on your friends. Who, yeah. You're yeah. the loser. I thought it was great. I, I would I would like to go a couple rounds with Joey Rats.
1: He would whoop your ass. Bullshit. He would kill you.
0: No. He's still news.
1: gigantic.
0: Yeah, he is pretty gross. It's,
1: by the way, type in Bang Brothers, former MLB player, and it just yeah. comes up Bash Brothers.
0: It comes up. Oh, does it really? Yeah, that's, that's why I say that's I talk about it's. Jose
1: Canseco. Bang Brothers, former (laughs) league player, comes up. 14 14
0: years in the major leagues. I'll give you that much. Go ahead and figure it out yourself.
1: 14-year major leaguer.
0: Yep. Oh, boy. I've probably given you enough information. No,
1: I'm not going to figure it out. Um, Call him McRae, maybe. That'd be about it. Somebody will figure it out. Didn't we have him? Didn't we have, like, I think I had that guy on. It was McRae, wasn't it? Didn't we have this guy on? I know I had McRae on.
0: Not me. Colin McRae? Which McRae? Brian McRae?
1: Colin McRae. Oh, I don't know. He played 14 years?
0: What, did you just look up everybody who played 14 years? No, who's alive? no,
1: it's the Marlins. I forgot because I had talked to this guy about this, and I did not know he was, I did not remember this at all. He played with o- the Marlins. I didn't know Colin McRae played 14 years in baseball, though.
0: I, I don't even know who the hell that guy is. That's not who I'm talking.
1: Spell it. Cullen, C-U-L-L-E-N, and then M-C-R-A-E. Unless this Brian McRae is doing it with him.
0: No, I'm not even getting a Cullen McRae in the major leagues.
1: Yeah, he was uh, Marlins video coordinator. Now he's a porn producer.
0: Oh, no. I'm talking about an actual ball player. I
1: know you were, and I was just looking over that and saw it. Oh,
0: dear dick.
1: Not Hank Aaron. Henry Aaron. He played a lot more than that. Henry Aaron, peddling yeah. smut. <laughs> That's a T-shirt right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you think he would uh, earn royalties? <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine that? I mean, what would the what would the avatar for that be? I would not want to put his face on that because Henry Aaron is just He's too much like, of an amazing man. man, and like he should be an American. We should have a day for him just because he went through so much shit being a black ball player, breaking Babe Ruth's records, but. I don't know what we're using out of that, but that would be, that's a terrific t-shirt. Y- you want to, Henry uh, Aaron, <laughs> professional spot <peddler. laughs> I think that's the name of
0: this episode. <laughs> professional you think they'll,
1: spot you think
0: they'll put? You think they'll put that as the name? <laughs> you want me to? I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have to do that. You want to, you want to, my favorite Henry Aaron stat? What? Plate appearances per home run. Age 37 to 39 seasons. Henry Aaron, 13.08. Barry Bonds, uh huh,
1: 13.08. Love the Barry Bonds. Love the Barry Bonds. Both of them. Same so home run rate. Hal McCray's know. son, former big leaguer Hal McCray, with Bang Brothers, does it have to do into... I mean, it's amazing if you just Google this stuff, by the way. Bang, brother. So, Baseball practice turns into wild threesome.
0: Um, just to bring it full circle. I don't want to watch that. I, we, I feel obligated to bring this um, full circle now. Okay. Back to the beginning of the show. You're bringing up the, what is it, Hal and Brian McRae? Yeah. Um, Hal and Brian McRae are two of the fathers and sons who were struck out by Nolan Ryan. Who was the second greatest strikeout pitcher of all time? Me to Randy Johnson.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm, my friend. All right, we got uh, guests coming up for our next show on Thursday that'll drop on Thursday. Hope you enjoyed today's show. I enjoyed it thoroughly, especially now that I need to find this Bang Brothers guy.
0: We got big guests coming up next week, too.
1: I don't want to say say
0: it just in case it falls through.
1: (laughs) Got two big guests. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You're doing great. We're doing great here. Uh, make sure, by the way, you um, like and subscribe. Yeah, we haven't been
0: saying that. We have. We need people. To, we haven't gotten a, a rating since April fourteenth or something. Really?
1: So, so maybe give we'll us a rating. Start, we'll need to start and giving stuff away. If though.
0: you, for every person who rates this, Holden will
1: follow. <laughs> Fuck that! I'm not doing that. I have way too many people I'm following now, uh. and I don't know how to come up with like little lists. If I could just do a list it'd be great. I'd have you and like twenty five other people and those are the other only other people I'd follow. Wait,
0: you're 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 right though. I only started muting people like six months ago. It's oh, the mute's way it's the go. best. It is the best. Mute's
1: the best because I learn I went uh, you know what no one cares about this. We'll talk about mute once I hit stop to this. Uh, make sure you follow Ryan on Twitter at the Ace of Spader S P A E D E R. I'm Holden Kushner at Holden Radio and we'll catch you Thursday.